Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody. Good evening. It's Dr. Craig Martin, and you're listening to the Inside Connection, coming to you live from Los Angeles on this beautiful blue sky day. I'm here with my co-host, the lovely Christina Martin. As always, welcome to the show, Christina. Hi, Dr. Craig. I'm doing I'm doing good tonight. It's getting a little hot out there, so I'm just starting to put my air conditioning on just a little. <laughs> it has been, but don't say that to the people on the East Coast because they've been roasting. Oh. The East Coast is having a huge heat wave while out here in L.A. It actually hasn't been bad yet, but you know what? When September and October come and they're getting that lovely crisp apple and pumpkin weather, we're usually getting the miserable Santa Annas. So that's the payback. That's the payback there. If you, um, if you have been uh, listening to the, um, the um, not listening to, if you have been going out in the sky at night and looking out at the Jupiter-Saturn conjunction, it's been beautiful. And for those of you who would like to have an easier way of marking that, over the course of the next three nights, the moon is going to be moving through that conjunction. So if you're a moon watcher, and most people love to watch the full moon, and it's getting bigger and bigger, the two incredibly bright stars that are going to be underneath the moon are uh, Jupiter on the right-hand side and Saturn on the left. And they'll all be in Capricorn on um, the 31st and the 1st of August. Mm. So this weekend we're going to have a beautiful celestial alignment. So much Capricorn energy. I love it. Yeah, really a lot. So our show tonight is about Capricorn, and and you and I have um, had some difficulties getting this show on the air. We we recorded it once and then realized that some of our – digital equipment wasn't working properly and then we tried to go live tonight at six o'clock and we had a a similar issue and so we quickly regrouped and put ourselves on at 6 30 for the same show and it sounds like we're finally going to get a chance to record it (laughs) you know what we're finally getting the reward for all of our work capricorn thanks a lot (laughs) exactly capricorn saturn restriction persistence You know, let me let me make it hard on you. (laughs) So, you know, I I had rechanged the name of the show to Capricorn Power Energy. One of the reasons was because Crowley called the four of pentacles in the tower in the in the tarot um, power. And the card is connected to sun and Capricorn. Hmm. So that word always comes up really strongly for me because Capricorn is a powerful energy. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, I, I feel like those that and um, Scorpio Pluto, those two are the power power players of the zodiac. I mean, you know, Capricorn is one of those uh, uh, cardinal signs, cardinal qualities, which is all about you know the boss uh, starting things up and you know getting Initiative. things done. Initiative. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Fabulous. So. You know, that, that idea of power and where it resides. So I think that when we're looking at it traditionally uh, in astrology, Capricorn is associated with institutions and governments and like in the modern time, corporations and almost like religious institutions because they establish power. 
That's what they're. That's what they amass: governments and corporate power, the mm-hmm. wealthy. Um, mm-hmm. All of that is is connected with Capricorn. It certainly has its downside um, because it can be opportunistic and it can develop a lust for power. But the staying with the you know the positive notion of what Capricorn is, it's the the hard work and dedication that is connected to establishing a reputation. And that could be the reputation of a corporation or a country and their government um, or like a wealthy family um, who might, who might have Capricorn, not, not in their charts, so to speak, but that they utilize that energy to amass the power that they have. Yeah, huge, huge. Well, and I think that, um, I mean, right now we have three planets in Capricorn. So we have Jupiter and Saturn and Pluto. And those planets were in Capricorn six months ago when COVID started. And uh, part of the lesson, I think, with all of this Capricorn, part of becoming powerful and having you know structure to fall back on is is limitation is being able to limit yourself and uh put your head down and go to work you know don't maybe get so distracted or pulled from this and that it's focus and limitation a little bit but in order to reach that goal so i think that all these structures and um and institutions, uh, cultural institutions like the church or like the government, those are all things that um, have, you know, taken a lot of time and limited themselves in one way or another to get so powerful and strong. Yeah, well, everybody's got a focused brand. And and since Capricorn's connected to reputation, it's all about the development of the brand, whether it's your country's brand, you know, that's why our present government is sort of tearing down our brand. You know, the brand that we built for, for the last 70 years has been torn down in the last three years in a really um, dramatic way, which is, a, which dramatic. is the most positive, most positive thing that I can say about it. Just, you know, just the, the, you know, the, the way in which, it takes tremendous amounts of time in order to be able to develop a reputation and a certain status, whether you're a country or whether you're an individual. So, and then, you know, we want to talk about that also. I don't know if we want to jump in on that yet, but I'm going to say a little bit of something about it. The three planets, Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto that are aligned right now in Capricorn uh, represent Uh, an astounding collection of energy in one focal point. Not only are they all in Capricorn, but they're all conjunct, which means that they're all within five degrees of one another in the sky. And the energy is so focused and so pinpoint uh, in this like high, high 20 degrees of Capricorn that um, it's almost like a, like a, a, a jolt of energy is being sent through those three planets from that region of space towards the earth, right? That's how I like looking at astrology. It's like there's an energy that comes from the star system around Capricorn and that's getting focused through the lens, but it's a collective lens and it's, and it's a lens of power, focused power and, like squared 
that's sort of the way that I see it. So there's like a magnification of power and a largeness of power and a focusing of power on specific uh, groups or areas that, that, are, that are able to harness that. So you can see that certainly in our government and the way that it's trying to harness that focused level of power. And I think we're a little bit insulated in the United States because we don't really focus on international news or trends very much. You know, like what's really going on in another country is not right. so much yeah, the way that we focus our, our, our ego. So, but there must be also other areas of the world that are experiencing that. Certainly, I think if you think about China, um, he's consolidating power as well. And so are places like North Korea and um, probably Iran and other places like that where they're, where they're amassing their own level of power. Hmm. Yeah. And, you know, for good or for bad, it, it does create or bend the reputation and the social status of the entity that's involved. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, we have these world power players, this, this, uh, you know, we're not quite all one yet. We still have people who are struggling to get ahead and do the work. So I can see, you know, Capricorn is all about too the, um, not just like the power within the mastery within the experience that you have and the work that you've put in, but then how people view you, how people treat you, your reputation. So yeah, it's not social, just, yeah. Capricorns yeah. are always very concerned about how they're seen. They're, 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 right. they're very, yeah, they're very concerned with social appearances. Exactly, because in in a sense, in a lighter sense, but still in a sense, that gives power as well. If everybody is believing what you're saying, is every if everybody is applauding your work, is is giving you money for the skills that you have mastered, then that's power in itself as well. If you're sitting in your garage, you know, making masterpieces, but no one's there to see you, uh, is that true power? I mean, it is a little, but. Um, it's well, in relation it's, it's to everybody more else. creative power. It's more creative power, which is in fire. You know, it's in the element of fire. This kind mm-hmm. of power, we're talking about earth. So it's actual mm-hmm. power over others. It's, mm-hmm. um, it, it's an actual real raw power. And, and, and in connection with Scorpio, um, the, those two signs are, I think, probably the most culpable <laughs> Um, in in like domination and control and um, yeah yeah Capricorn and Scorpio are probably the two big control freaks of the zodiac <laughs> for for different reasons for different reasons but um, yeah Capricorn for the pure lust and enjoyment of power and control Scorpio for the ability to create change and manipulate um, but but for Capricorn just domination it's it it, it it's one of the the startlingly difficult things about the era that we've been living through for the last few years is the way that this energy has grown. Mm-hmm. You know, the way that this energy has grown while Pluto has been in Capricorn, the, the, um, how is power wielded? Is it wielded for something positive? Because many people 
they they legitimately seek power through Capricorn, whether they're Capricorns or not, mm-hmm. and they seek it for a good end. Martin Luther King was a Capricorn, for instance. Beautiful, exactly. Right, right. The it's the you know, I mean, it's it's the sign after Sagittarius. It's the Sagittarius person who's gone out and traveled and learned deeper truths and know, you know, different cultures values and tried to find something that can span across boards and then Capricorn come along comes along, it's next up and it's gonna take those truths and try to be a master at that, try to be the head of the pack and um, you know, control make some, it. Make something make something practical out of it. Uh there you go. Yeah. Right. It's about right. it's about taking that Sagittarian energy and then turning it into something that is practical. But Capricorn doesn't mind hearing about abstract truth, but it's actually of no importance to Capricorn unless it has a practical application. Mm-hmm. So right. Capricorns are not, not necessarily the ones who are sitting around in philosophy groups, you know, because yeah. they, 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 like, they like it. They like it. They're, they're, they can be turned on to it. But if, if, they, if they hear a philosophical thought like um, only through group cooperation will human beings be able to survive and save the planet, that's philosophy, right? It's a, yes. We call it an opinion, but it's a philosophical belief system. So for a Capricorn who owns a corporation where they're doing recycling and waste management, that philosophy is something that they can really attach to, right? Mm-hmm. For, for Martin Luther King, where he was a spiritual person, so I'm sure he also had some Sag in his chart, but the philosophy would have been only through peace and love can we find peace between races or with inside groups of people in our culture. And then that became the actual practical philosophy that he used to try and bring people together, right? The idea is like bringing people together to work in a cooperative way is the practical result of his philosophy. The practical result. You're right. It's like his, his brand, which I feel like is such a Capricorn thing. His business was that. That's what your brand is. Yeah. That's what your business it's not, it's, We're not being trite. I don't think we're being trite or gross to use that word. It's a, branding literally just means your reputation. You know, like, right. like when, when, somebody, when somebody thinks of a product, what is it that they think of that thing? What, what positive things do they think of it? What do they think that it's useful for? So if you think Martin Luther King and his reputation, you think about spiritual person, peace activist, religious leader, um, you know, uh, man of peace, et cetera, et cetera, who tried to bring people together. That, that's yeah. his reputation. That's his brand. It's, his I think brand. it's a very interchangeable word. It's just brand is what we, we work towards that. We work towards that. It can take a whole lifetime to develop a brand. Well, right, exactly. I was just going to say develop is a really good word, a really good Capricorn word, too, because Capricorn, you know, everybody, well, not everybody, but for people who know Saturn returns, that is something where your your brand as a person, silly word, but your reputation as a person is, is more clearly defined, is more tightly and, you know, has has clearer boundaries you know who you are you 
somebody who, you know, is floundered in life and now you're making something of yourself? Have you gotten married? Branding, or is, you... branding, is, branding is not a bad word. When you, when, you, when you set out to do anything for the world, you ask yourself what's called like branding questions. And it's perfect for Capricorn because this is where the power is derived. It's derived from what other people believe and can come to expect of you. If we put up a picture of Oprah Winfrey, you would automatically get an idea of what she's about and Mm -hmm. what her brand represents as far as being a host and a teacher and a healer. If you put up a picture of Anderson Cooper, you would, you know, you would get a specific idea of his style, his brand of journalism and who he is, you know, as a journalist. Right. So if you put up a picture of um, uh, Tiger Woods, who is also another Capricorn, Mm. um, you get an idea also of what his brand is as an athlete and um, a very serious athlete, you know. And, and those things are important. I mean, Tiger Woods certainly um, maybe tarnished his brand because he mm-hmm. added extra information about who he is to his brand, you know, which, which mm-hmm. probably he didn't really want to do because it was more negative. It was a more negative reputational branding and um, certainly his return to golf and him winning the tournament and all of that has helped restore his original brand as like the world-class golfer yeah. Um, that he is. Yeah, that he that he is. And that that is that's his brand. So um, I think no, I think he derives his power from that. And 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 so do the other people that I mentioned. And and that's not a bad thing, especially if it's used for good things. Especially if it's used for good things. Right. Exactly. I think that that's very important because power can very easily dip into the negative, into yeah. the scary. So, yeah. Christina brings up Saturn um, in the conversation because Saturn is the ruler of Capricorn. So, and this, you know, in this trinity of planets that are traveling together um, in an incredible alignment that, again, you should be going out and looking at at like 10 or 11 o'clock at night. Just look south. You can't miss it. And for the next few days, it will be very close to the moon. It will start off on the left-hand side of the moon. On the night of August 1st, um, actually, the moon is going to be between Jupiter and Saturn, so that will be interesting. And then after August 1st, the moon will be on the left-hand side of Saturn. So August 1st will be the night to really see it, but any night this week, if you can catch it, the moon will be getting closer and closer to that alignment. It's fairly awesome. Um, For those of you who'd like more information about me and Christina and our work, you can go to stageofstars.com. You can also find us on Twitter and Facebook at Sage of Stars. Um, And we're happy to talk to you more personally about your own charts and give you a reading if you're interested in getting a little more astrology in your life. On a personal level, Christina, how do you think these three planets in Capricorn are affecting individuals? Because if it has to do with collective power, it's a little, little difficult to harness, but what do you imagine Jupiter and Saturn and Pluto and Capricorn are doing for people besides, besides locking them all inside their houses for four months? That is a tough question. I mean, I know I can think of even for me personally, it's, um, it's, you know, the public reputation part, the, the public, you know, persona that you carry around, 
when you go to the grocery store or when you're making a pitch to your boss or whatever it is, that um, is going through some sort of change for sure, you know, because of how down and quiet everybody has and how little opportunity there is for, for that, you know, we're, I'm sure there's lots of people out there who are struggling that have felt power at work, probably more specifically. And then now they're at home in underwear doing a zoom meeting. Like, you know, there's not a lot of power in that. So, so, you know, uh, where does their power now come from? Where does your power, where is your ambition? Where is the, um, yeah, perseverance yeah, that you reorientation. There's definitely a reorientation of our individual reputations and our brands. And then I think there's a second thing too, which has to do with what no longer serves us in the classic sense of, um, Saturn and and Saturn moving through Capricorn, what part of, um, we, we see it collectively, like globally, right? The broader lesson and, you know, human beings are quite slow to learn. So you can mm-hmm. see that um, even the coronavirus and a few months in lockdown is not causing us to become, you know, uh, recycling, you know, the, the government. Socially responsible the governments are not running out to create the green new deal. Um, yeah. It's not what it's right. And, and yet that's what we need. We we need that like so desperately to save the planet and you know, whatever, there'll be more reminders of our necessity to grow. Um, if we don't, right. You know, wake up calls, coronavirus. Hello. Let's, uh, yeah. let's knock, think knock, about knock. the way in, let's think about the way in which we're traveling and maybe start moving towards electric vehicles or something, you know, like just, something, anything that would yeah. represent um, part of what this wake-up is all about. But I think on the individual level rather than on the collective level, we all need to think about what really we've built into our lives, the structure, you know, Capricorn rules structure right? and um, Saturn rules structure and Saturn's affiliation with um, Capricorn is so deeply built into structure, and that means everything in your life, the structure of your home, your business, your office, your car, your relationships, your marriage, your routine, I mean, everything, all, uh, every piece of furniture in your house, the groceries in your pantry, your grocery store, all of that is like the structure of your life, and what part of that structure do you need to reevaluate and recognize whether it's fitting into your life or not? And that's a big part of this alignment. And we're in it. We're in it now until Christmas. Mm -hmm. Um, Saturn, Pluto, and Jupiter are all retrograde. And they're not going direct quite yet. Mm -hmm. And, you know, until close to October the 1st. And, you know, that's fine when they do. Some of them will be heading into Aquarius. Jupiter and Saturn, for sure, will be heading into Aquarius. And we'll have a whole new energy to talk about at the new year. But for right now, and that's between, you know, late July, August, September, October, November, August, September, October, November, December, five more months. That's a long yeah. time. That's another, that's a giant piece of 2020. And does it represent second wave of the coronavirus? Probably, probably, and our listeners should be prudent, not be alarmed, but, you know, don't let your pantry go back down to zero. 
you right. know, and if everyone's going to have a run again on bathroom tissue, you know, maybe, you know, you should make sure you have a couple of rolls underneath the kitchen sink. So, because, you know, clearly that stuff's in stock again, but it won't yeah. be if we all, if we all go back into a stay at home order and um, that's possible regardless yes. of how much hemming and hawing, um, you know, certain politicians do regarding a stay-at-home order, there's a strong possibility that it will come again because, you know, well, we're going into respiratory illness season. So you need to be more vigilant. And it's prudent. It's prudent, people. Keep your eye out on your own health and protect your own health because the pandemic's not a joke. It's really not a joke. It's very serious. And we need to remain prudent about it because those people who don't, will learn the Saturnian Plutonic lesson in a hard way. Ouch. Ouch, ouch, ouch. It'll come right back. It'll hurt. It, 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 they'll learn it in a hard way. You know, what, what no longer serves you? That's the message. What no longer serves you? And if that's the rebellion of going to your salon or your gym, in, in some way right now, that might not serve you. you. You might need to find a new way to exercise. You might need to find a new way to get your hair cut. Um, you, know, you might need to find a new way to go to an AA meeting or, or work with your therapist or even get body work or go to the dentist. I mean, I was fortunate enough to go to the dentist, right? That was mm-hmm. some structure. Going to the mm-hmm. dentist is very Capricorn. Yes. And... Um, I had an appointment in March that got canceled, and then I was finally able to go in July and just for regular regular checkup. And I can't tell you, it, it, going into the dentist's office is like a stage five hot zone. It, <laughs> it, it was amazing. Do they take their temperature? Do they have air filters? Yeah, all kinds of stuff. They have a HIPAA air filter vacuum that they put wow. right next to your mouth. Wow. That sucks. It sucks away your breath. <laughs> Take a deep breath. Get those lungs full. It'll suck you dry. Sucks away your breath. Every time yeah. you breathe out, this vacuum sucking away your breath into this HIPAA filter vacuum, and all the work is being done by hand. No ultrasonic laser mm. cleaning. No, uh, none of that ultrasonic with the water spraying in there. Oh, where, they're, yeah. where, they're, where they're softening up all that tartar with that. No, all the old-fashioned way, picks and scrapers. Oof. To tell you the truth, does it, did it, did it, was it something that I needed to give up? It's interesting, just use the dental evaluation, because, I mean, I know you and I have talked about dentistry before, Christina. You love yeah. the dentist just like I do. Like they take it's care great. of our teeth, you know, yes. they do. Yeah. And they're a part of our, they're shout out to my dentist. She's amazing. And so is her dental hygienist. And um, the, um, the structure of it and the mm. fact that we needed to let it go and the fact that we needed to say, well, oh my God, no, my dental cleanings really do serve me. Yes. You know, that's something that, that's something that I don't really want to lose sight of. And I've got to figure out how to make that work. Right. Got to figure out how, right? Because for four months, I went into a hyper vigilant every single night cleaning my own teeth. 
hypervigilant though. Mm. Like I, because I had to take on the full responsibility, another Capricorn word of taking care of, of taking care of something structural. Right. Right. So we learn that it serves us. We also grow and learn responsibility. Big time, big time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what that's, I think that's part of like why sometimes there is limits with Capricorn is because of the responsibility, you know, like, you can eat some sugar before you go to bed, but the responsibility is your teeth better be free of that sugar before you go to sleep. Otherwise you're not doing your responsibility and Capricorn's going to kind of create a cavity for you. So yeah, in a very exactly. sense. And, and, and right. And, and even deeper problems, if you'd like to hold on to those things as a part of the structure of your life. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a really beautiful concept. And the way in which we're being called to review those things, those structures, like if there's structure that you really feel no longer serves you, get rid of it. If you feel there's structure that you can't live without, double down on it. That's a part of what it is. Restructure. Yes, double exactly. Down, double down on that structure. You love your therapist and they're helping you get through this, double down on it. See that person every two weeks or three weeks or four weeks and, and instead of, you know, like less, you know, see them more and participate in that in that process. Well, it's been amazing to be on the show with you again, and I'm really glad we were able to do this Capricorn show. Next week we are going to have a break for the first week of August, so we are going to miss the full moon. Happy full moon, everybody. It's going to be a beautiful one, so take a look at that. That will be full moon in Aquarius, and it will be right to the left in Saturn and Jupiter. I'm Dr. Craig Martin. You've been listening to The Inside Connection here with Christina Martin. Thank you so much, everybody. Enjoy your summer. Stay cool out there and do some restructuring. Always a joy to have a chat with you, and we will talk to you in two weeks live on Blog Talk Radio. Good night. Good night.